bam, we're live. I forgot to put my picture up there. Oh, Nelly. Eric, what's up? Audrey, this doesn't look like CrossFit. I might have to go listen to Brian. Bye-bye. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Corbin, what's up? How you doing? No, don't leave. Go ahead. Give up two rats ass. Two, two rats asses. I don't give a rats ass or not a rats ass. Kenneth Delap, what's up, brother? How are you? Yeah, you mixed up with the Kenneth, uh, Kenneth uh, Walter. Oh, you're not kidding, Audrey. You're not kidding. You're not kidding. Alex Mallard, quack. Mason, what's up, dude? Damien Fink. Hey, Kenneth. How are you? Another suit. CEO visor, baby. Seven takes, no breaks. Wonderfully thrown rocks. Hello. Um, the thing is, Rasta has a fight this weekend. I fucking love this dude. I love Jack De La Magdalena too. This motherfucker done be done started. He doesn't ghost me, but he just won't come on the show anymore. I wonder what happened. Like who advised him? Advised him. Tonight I begin my peptide journey again. My BPC one five seven. Still on a streak. Who? Uh, De La Magdalena or um, Rasta? Rasta's undefeated as an amateur and a pro. I think he's coming on here any minute. Feel free to call in with any questions. The return of Rasta. It's been a minute. Uh, I wasn't at the games this year. Hope to see you next time. Yeah. Sure. I think I'm going to do, to be honest with you, I think I'm going to do a little something else. I think I'm going... I'm think I'm, I might I might do something else. What do you mean? Oh, where'd you? Hi, shit! I didn't even see you there. Oh, hey, what's up? I don't know. Like, like maybe another event, like Rogue or Palooza. Uh, if I could get access to that. Uh, Julian Ifford, uh, Vakey interview of you was super good. Also, when you gave Heber the bird, that was awesome. Hey, um, I was watching that. You do you think like I? That's I don't think I'm good at doing interviews. I felt like I, I just kind of took over. But I'm but I but I think when I'm when I'm there, I'm like, hey, he asked me a question, and I should talk a lot and try to give him some good content, and I should be present and bring the energy up really high. And then afterwards, when I watch it, I'm just like, oh, God, am I being a douche? Like, I'm just interrupting and all that shit today. Audrey, uh, Sevon, I have to hug you quarterly or I will not be okay. Where are you going? SoCal, Wadapalooza, and Huntington. I will I will beg uh, Will and Dylan, Dylan Malinsky, Walensky, uh, for some sort of crazy good access to that. You know who I saw at the games that I didn't say hi to um, was uh, Sada Sigmund's daughter. Oh, we said hi to her. Who? Sarah. Me and Susa. Oh, oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. What a mess. Not ideal. What, what a fucking mess that situation is. That shit really fucking pisses me off. I did feel kind of bad. It didn't go out very well. But it's just really shitty communication. It's just douchebaggery. It's like, basically what happened is, and and I, I love toe spacers. Look at, 
I'm going to try to get uh, Rasta to wear them. I'm wearing my toe spacers. Oh, Alex Mallard. I uh, didn't uh, Mallard. Quack, quack, quack. And quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. See, I just told you. Only you know. Oh, you have to remind me after uh, Mr. Rasta splits. All right. You didn't get the dress code? No shirt? No shirt for the guests. You didn't get the dress code? fuck is going on here? Atta boy. Atta boy. Damn! Jack, son. Let's go. Hey, who's the dude who got who had to like he either fought Islam or Khabib on short notice, black dude, and he got knocked out. It's not Michael Johnson. He's a crazy dude. What um Bob is Bobby Green? Yeah, Bobby Green. It was uh he fought Islam Makhachev. Oh yeah, kind of on short notice and he got he got tuned up good, right? Yeah, like a week's notice though. Yeah. I was thinking um I was thinking of all so I had um uh this dude from Australia. I'm not sure if you're going to know who he is, different organization, but his name is Jack De La Magdalena out of uh, Australia on a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And he lost his first two fights and then he went now and then he went 10 and 0. Or 10 and 2, right? He won his next 10. And then now yeah. he and then he got into the UFC and he's won like 3 or 4 in a row now or 4 in oh, a row. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big prospect now. Everybody's <laughs> making a big deal by him. Yeah. Uh, now the dude won't even come on, he won't come on my podcast anymore. He's too big for you? After I publicly blew him, yeah. He's big time in you. <laughs> he returns my text messages. He'll be, I'll be like, hey, congrats. And he'll be like, uh, thanks. And then I'll be like, you want to come on the podcast? No. No response? Yeah, I'm just waiting for you to do that to me. I'm not going to do that to you, bro. We'll see. I got I got this other dude. I got this other dude, Tyson Bajant. He's uh, he, he he's the be- uh, mo- throwing more touchdowns than any other quarterback in the history of the NCAA. Uh, he's 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 going to the Bears, and he said he'll always come on. I'm just waiting for him to get too big too. He comes on all the time. He's great. So you're expecting it? Yeah, but am I insecure? I'm a little I'm a little five foot five, our little Armenian man with a lot of insecurities. <laughs> hey, you're so, all right, bro. Well, say it again. I said I think you're all right, bro. You're all, all right, right thank you. Hey, um, uh, so, um. I, I I've had you on. I've had uh, uh, Dela Magdalena on. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is Dalton Rosti. He's over at Bellator, undefeated as amateur, in the, undefeated as um, at 185 pounds, undefeated as a pro, and uh, beautiful, great body, hard work uh, ethic, great work ethic, discipline. Not to love you too much, bro. Yeah, well, <laughs> some things are just. Uh, just happened naturally on the show. Uh, hard worker, uh, discipline, with a great backstory. Just he's got all the, the 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 pieces and and the zero in the lost column. It's it's crazy, but but so you've been on. I had Dela Magdalena on. Had a shitload. I've had a uh, um, Alex Caceres on. He is the, I think he's the most tenured fighter in, in the UFC. Uh, had Volkanovski on. Um, Al Aljo with long long interviews. You know, hour and a half, two hour interviews. All right, so Volkanovski was stuck two weeks in quarantine. He's talking to everyone, but still. So um, But this guy, Bobby Green, wanted to charge me 1500 bucks For an interview? Yeah. Jeez, I didn't even know people did that. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> oh, Sevon looks like Super Mario tonight. Thank you. you do a little bit. Uh, I was told more, like Luigi, they- more like Luigi because of the green shirt. Caleb, do I look more like Luigi or Mario? Luigi, look at how does Dal- Dalton? You're too young to know the Mario dudes, aren't you? 
No, bro. I no? used to play Nintendo 64 all the time, man. Yeah, oh, look wow. at you. Look at you. All right. All right. I, I see it. I see it. Bro, I love fucking Super Mario. All like, right. with my favorite games. That and Donkey Kong. Uh, Donkey yeah, Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong was a good one. Yeah, that dude. That dude wanted to uh, charge, and I said, uh, "Well, thank you, no, thank you." Yeah, are you bringing in at least fifteen hundred dollars worth of, uh, you know, and fifteen hundred dollars of return on investment? The the thing is, though, you know, if you go through what's crazy about MMA podcast is there. There's kind of only like two. There's like. Ones that just don't get any want views and ones that just get shitloads of views. Uh-huh. But you've got to figure those people that get a shit ton of views started off getting no views. Right, right, for sure. Yeah. Like, before people started believing in me and people started thinking I'm a world class fighter and, you know, started making these fantasy matchups with like me versus guys in the UFC. If I would have said, you know, I could beat Chuck Liddell or I could beat Tito Ortiz or any of those guys from back in the day, people would have scoffed, laughed in my face been like you're just a Dalton from you know I went to high school with you you know I've known you my whole life you can't beat those because they put them on a pedestal it's like you don't know those guys started the same exact way as I did you're just putting them on a pedestal because they're famous to you you don't you don't know them they built their way up there and now they're there but you know I'm knocking too and and um people get better you're better than you you're significantly better than you were four fights ago yeah I believe so I, I mean, sure. just from what I've seen. And, and I'm significantly better podcaster than the first time I had you on. I think you're always good. Okay, thank you. Good answer. I think, you, I think you're getting better every fight. Crazy. Hey, it's, what, what, um, feel free to slap me down if this is uh, – I'm making a presupposition here with this question. But why has it been so long since you fought? Uh, so I was supposed to fight in April uh-huh. in the Hawaii card. And okay. they got me like three different guys. And – for different reasons, the fights didn't work out uh, and couldn't get me an opponent in time. They went through like three guys and uh, just didn't work out. And then I was like, okay, can we get on the July or the June card then? And let me let me back up a little bit. I actually, not a lot of people know this, I ended up getting hurt after all three of the guys turned me down anyway. So even if they would have said yes, you know, circumstances may have been different. I might not have been sparring with the person I, I was with. I wouldn't have been in the right place or wrong place at the wrong time. Probably wouldn't have got injured, but I was injured after the fact. So even if they did find me somebody, I couldn't fight at that point anyways. But I was good to go by June. So I was like trying to press them to get me to go for June. And they said the card was full. And they're like, they still didn't announce anything for July or August yet. And they're like, we assure you, you're going to fight in July. And then July you ended up being against Ryzen overseas. So they didn't have anybody for me there. So we're fighting August now. And you were injured during uh, sparring training camp? No, not during this this camp, no. So I got offered the fights, uh, like three different guys. They were all Russian for the Hawaii card. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Now, yeah. now it's starting to come back to me. Okay. Yeah, so it was in April, April 22nd or 21st. It was a double header. They offered me like three different guys. It didn't work out. Um, and like I said, after that, after they offered me, guys, maybe a couple weeks later, I ended up hurting my knee. So tore my LCL in my oh, meniscus. Shit. Yeah, my meniscus. So I ended up getting PRP, stem cell, ozone, a few other different things. 
injected into my knee on two separate occasions over the course of like six, four to six weeks, four weeks. And I was good to go again after six weeks. And I was originally quoted like a 12 week recovery time because of the LCL was a grade three tear. So, uh, it was either 12 week recovery time or surgery. And then I ended up recovering in like six weeks to the point where I could train and work around it. I wasn't a hundred percent by six weeks, but I was sparring and stuff again with, you know, certain handicaps. Do you, uh, do you feel it now? No, no, it's 100% now. That was back in end of February, whenever I heard that, maybe, maybe mid-February. So it was a long time ago. Now I'm 100%. That's good to hear. Fuck. Is that, your, is that the worst uh, injury you've had? No, I've had four knee surgeries. I've had stem cell and PRP on my knee probably three or four times. Tore my rotator cuff. Uh, had epidural steroids uh, injected into my lower back for herniated discs. Um, you know, sprained and fractured ankles. Full nine yards, you know. I've been put out several times. I don't think, uh, uh, I don't think he can take peptides. You can't take peptides, can you? Certain peptides, I can. I see their comments, Sarah Cooper. Uh, so she's probably referring to BPC-157 and TB-500. Yeah. Uh, those are two healing peptides when used in conjunction with each other. Uh, a lot of people will refer to them as the Wolverine serum. They have uh, – it's, and it's back – there's a lot of uh, you know, a lot of data. on. Yeah, see right there. So there's blends, and then you can use them at the same time. A lot of people don't like using the blends because it's not the right doses of each. Each. For the TB500, you're only supposed to inject it twice a week. And for the BPC157, you're supposed to inject it every day. So it's different injection uh, frequencies. So that's why a lot of people don't like using the blend, but the blend is, you know, an option. Uh, however, WADA banned that in January of 2022. So I was able to use it up until that point, which I did. But as soon as they banned it, you know, I got to stop because, you know, what happens, I, I use it and then I pop on a drug test before my fight and it's going to say Dalton Ross to pet pop, pops for banned substance and then everybody's going to be like oh I knew he was on steroids the whole entire time you know he looked like he was juiced to gills I was right when realistically it's a healing peptide it doesn't do anything for your muscles it doesn't do anything for you know strength or endurance or anything like that it's not a performance enhancer it's a healing peptide but uh you know people draw the worst and people think the worst of you so if they see something like that you know my name gets drug to the mud never coming back from it did you think this stuff worked? I've been using this stuff for like a month now in, in, in my left bicep. Did you yeah. think it worked? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I used it, it did. Like I said, yeah. this was pre, this was 2021. 20, no, it's just 2020 whenever I, I used it. Right. But yeah, it definitely, definitely worked. Definitely helped. Hey, do you have a, do you have a supplement sponsor? Uh, yeah. So I was with Glaxon and I'm not anymore and it's not. Uh, we didn't have any falling out or anything. It's just the the guy that brought me on, the owner, Sam Strange, he ended up selling his stock in the company. And I was still with them. But uh, I wanted to just um, – I eventually want to open up my own supplement company. You mm. know, That's eventually the goal. So I wanted to go a different route. I just didn't want to just sit with a company and, you know, just get free product. And Glaxon has great products, you know. Like here and there, like certain products I'll even still use to this day. I truly believe in their products. They have great stuff. They use ingredients, formulas, uh blends that nobody else uses and they use ingredients that uh nobody else in the market uses at all period for certain supplements and uh they're great but i'm now with project one nutrition which is a newer company they got a deal with gnc it just hasn't been announced yet um it's a partnership somebody i know and then a uh, former owner of axis ledge and uh they the, the, the 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 body spray no, no, Axel oh. Sledge. 
Oh, I just heard Axe. Okay. Like the the uh, supplement company. Oh, okay. Don't know. They have they're in GNC and they were in GNC and then now they're in a vitamin shop. They have like the uh, the collabs with Icy with the like remember the cherry and blue raspberry Icy machines that you used to like at convenience. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Wow, wow. Yeah. So former owner of that them. Don't bring uh, their shit up. We got Swolverine as our sponsor. How dare you, Caleb? Pull that shit down. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And uh, so, former owner of them and another partner opened up a company. They got Kurt Angle working on right right now. But we're I'm doing a partnership with them where I'm not like doing like you know they're paying me and I'm getting free supplements. Uh, we're designing some products together. First one being an energy drink that we're gonna design together. We're actually after this fight, we're supposed to go to a different, uh, a couple different manufacturing plants and uh, draw up some different formulas and work on like flavors and do the taste testing and everything there. So um, that's what I'm doing now. I'm kind of like expanding into that route and then eventually break off and do my entirely my own thing. And you are a full nutrition geek. Every show we get fully into, there's some component that every time you've been on here where we talk about nutrition and just the way you were talking about the peptides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and you're still geeking out on all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, good on you. You are what you eat, right? Yeah, I uh, <laughs> take this shit seriously. Hey, how come only one of your ears is um? You how come only one of your ears does jujitsu? No, they both do. <laughs> this one's uh, not as bad. Yeah. This one, you can see it a little bit. It's hard from the angle, but you can see. Yeah, it that on one the looks bad. That one looks bad. The other one does just doesn't even no, look like an ear anymore. This one, no, this one's really bad. This one just has it on the inside right here and at the yeah. bottom. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a left. This came from wrestling, not jujitsu. Guys that get it from jujitsu usually they get it because they're getting beat up on bottom. Wrestlers get it from using their head as a weapon. Oh, downs like using your head to drive somebody to the mat. I fit it on a double leg. My head's on their hip. I use my head and my arms and everything to drive them over. Like a yeah, I take their legs this way. My head drives them this way. Uh, on top, when I'm on top of them, when I'm turning to the back, I use my head to pressure into them. And like I said, I'm a left leg lead. So that means my left side of my head is forward. I use this ear for everything. It's crazy. It's like a skateboarding. You're the goofy foot or regular. Someone just sees that ear and they kind of know what side you're going to. Well, I can change stances now. So we're all good. Oh, have you started your weight cut yet? Uh, so, I mean, technically, I mean, I'm dieting. But the weight cut does the water cut doesn't start, and I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that Thursday morning. I usually do it the night before, Wednesday night, but the, I have trouble sleeping, so I'm just gonna do it all Thursday morning. It's gonna be more weight. It's gonna be a little bit tougher, but I'll be dehydrated for less time, and I'll be able to sleep the night before. Hopefully, if I can't sleep, I'll probably just fucking get it up, get up, and do it early. Uh, you're ranked number four in Bellator at 185 pounds. I think you're the only undefeated person except for the dude on Johnny Eblen. Yeah, the number one guy. Mhm. The champ. And, and is that your training partner? Yeah. Crazy. Mhm. Shit's about to get weird. Possible. It's possible. Uh Aaron Jeffrey uh claims he's stronger than you. He sucks. Okay. He sucks. I'm going to knock right. him out. I'm going to okay. manhandle him. Well, let me write that uh, down. He sucks. Okay, got it. <laughs> I don't know what else I could say. Dude's not on my level. I could beat him everywhere. He can say whatever he wants to. He can be confident as he wants. But as soon as we step in there and that cage door closes and the fight starts, it's different, you know? Yeah, he did say something that I thought was a little weird. Uh, 
he was saying that he was going to make it gritty with you and that you weren't used to gritty fights. And, oh, that's kind of the interesting thing about you. You, you flourish when it's gritty and chaotic, and then you're also crazy technical. Yeah. So this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. I've, I have over 200 wrestling matches in my career. The dude never wrestled a day in his life. Of course, he says he trains with a wrestling team in Canada. You know, Canada is not known for their fucking wrestling. I don't care who he trains with, for one. Two, just training wrestling and actually competing in wrestling, two different things. You know what I mean? Just like competing in MMA and sparring, much different. There's a different pressure. There's different stressors on you. You know, you're dealing with a lot of nerves, anxiety, shit like that. You do the same shit with wrestling. So I have over 200 wrestling matches where shit got fucking nitty and gritty and was close and came back to the last second. And I went into overtime and fucking I'm completely out of fucking energy and exhausted, nothing left. And I pull out the fucking win out of my fucking ass. You know what I mean? beat guys I shouldn't have beat you know shit happens and I have a boxing background as well I have eight fucking boxing fights seven knockouts in boxing eight or seven amateur MMA fights all fucking knockouts eight professional MMA fights half of them knockouts the other half went the distance and shown I can go to distance dude doesn't know what he's talking about you know on top of that he doesn't know my upbringing I fucking had to fight every day of my life not because I wanted to because I had to where I grew up the neighborhood I was in I had to fucking fight just to play the game of fucking basketball you know what I mean? I had to defend myself all the fucking time. So we'll, we'll see. You know, come fight night, I don't think he's going to like being in there with me. I love that line. Uh, I had to fight in order just to play basketball. I'm being dead serious. Oh, uh, yeah, I understand. The scene. I, under, I understand the situation completely. Show up yeah. at the basketball court. What are you doing here, white boy? Yeah. You know, and then escalates from there. Uh, he is Canadian. Are you concerned that he might have a stroke or a heart attack while you're out there? What do you think? He got the vaccine? I'm sure he did. <laughs> uh, it's a possibility, though. But, it, is a, uh, it is a possibility. I hope that does not happen to him. Well, well that was but good. You're a good dude. If he, if he dies at my hand, it's a little bit different. Right, right. The hey, stop that. what about this thing? Um, uh, you hear commentators talk about it all the time that, hey, if you're not a wrestler and you don't got – if you don't have wrestling chops – you're it, even if you're a good wrestler, you won't be able to sustain it for very long because you don't haven't built the metabolic capacity that yeah different is, need, is needed for wrestling. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, different energy systems. That's what it is. It's just like if you if you lift weights for so long and then you switch it up and you try to become a cross country runner, it's going to be harder, significantly harder for uh, a weightlifter to become a cross run, country runner than a normal athlete who does a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Um, as opposed to somebody who runs cross country and they decide to try and become a power lifter, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's completely different energy systems. It's something that your body has to adapt to over time. And whenever you're in a, in a sport like MMA, where there's so many different aspects to the game, you have wrestling, you have kickboxing, you have boxing, you have jujitsu, you tend to lean towards the things you're better at. So if you didn't come up wrestling, you're never truly going to develop the wrestling to the level of what a wrestler truly did. So you're always going to be using slightly more energy than somebody who has per, almost damn near perfected, mastered their craft. You know what I mean? So you get into a wrestling scramble. Even if there's no takedown, you guys b both end up back in the m middle. The person who has the lesser of the wrestling experience or no wrestling experience at all is going to be more tired than the person who wrestled. Uh, Bernie Gannon, if he dies, he dies. Ivan Drago. Smart man. What a great movie. 
Uh, that what about that head kick? Um, Justin Gaethje, on Dustin yeah, Gold. yeah, that's uh, it happens, you know. Um, it was a nice setup and it was a good fight up until that point, but this is MMA, anything can happen, you know what I mean? Um, and um, you're are you friends with uh, uh Poirier? Yeah, my oh, okay. my coach that's here with me my, right, right now, too, he's not in the room with me, he has his own room, but Mike Brown, uh, he's his head coach, too, really good friends with him as well. Right, my bad, my bad. Sorry, I didn't mean bring it up then. But it's all good. Did, it's all good. It happens. He's not. He's not down in the dumps about it. He knows. He even said after the fight, he's like, "I've already won." You know what I mean? Where where he comes from, he's not supposed to be in the position he's in. Yeah, uh, and and a class act. And I'm a huge Poirier fan, by the way. How can you? How can you uh, not be? My thought was this though. They asked Gaethje, like, "Hey, did you? Was that the plan? Did you train that?" Like, no. He's, I, hey, I'm just a fighter. I like no. That, like that was that I wasn't trying to copy what Leon Ed, you know they were saying oh it's the same thing Leon Edwards did to uh, Camaro yeah um so he he's just a fighter and it was just a tool he had yeah he said he was surprised it lands sometimes that shit happens so a lot of people that say like you know they get a knockout and they're like yeah we timed that that was all skill you know I'm just a better fighter part of it is always timing and luck you know what I mean because I can get it's like leading a receiver for football if i'm a quarterback and i'm leading the receiver i'm throwing the ball where i think he's going to be ball could be picked off it could be intercepted it could be incomplete he could catch it you know what i mean but you're throwing the ball based off of repetition based off of skill and the chemistry between you and your receiver every single time but sometimes you still make mistakes and it doesn't get there you have to have a little bit of luck involved they have to you, you throw it to a certain spot you're not you know, you don't do all the geometry in your head right as you throw it. You throw it where you guess he's going to be, and he either catches it or not. It's the same thing with fighting. I'm throwing a punch. Like, I know there, some people don't move their fucking head, so you can just throw punches right down the middle, and you're going to hit them every time. But guys that move their head, and they're throwing certain punches, and you're slipping and throwing punches back, and you're countering, you're throwing, and you're throwing where you're guessing they're going to be. Yeah. And you're also slipping and countering where you're guessing they're throwing. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? So at the same time where you might expect, you might make a certain read and you see that they're going jab and then right hand, and they do that two, three, two, three times. And then you go to parry the jab the third time and throw the right hand. But this time, instead of throwing the right hand, they throw an uppercut. And let's say you were going head off line and throw a right hand back and you run right into an uppercut. You know, sometimes that's bad luck, you know? So would you even do that? That sounds like, like I always understood like, faint faint see where he's going to move his head and punch there but you could even run a full-blown like now you're talking about chess you could you could be almost two moves ahead like like yeah 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 you, you it's all setups it's all traps you know what i mean at the end of the day it is chess whenever you have two guys that are e nobody's ever going to be evenly matched in skill whenever but whenever you have a competitive match and people are similar in skill and similar and you know the intangibles and everything else and it's a close fight the difference is going to be like the chess moves, you know what I mean? The strategy, the traps, the setups, everything else. That's that's the difference at the highest level because at the highest level, everybody has good boxing, everybody has good wrestling, everybody has good jujitsu, you know? So the fight IQ, cardio, your chin, your power, all that shit comes into play at that point. Would you ever, do you ever, when, have you ever fought on the West Coast? Yeah, I fought in Arizona, uh, January of 2022. God, I want to see you fight. I want to meet you. And I, and I fought, uh, in Seattle, Tacoma, in July of 2022. I don't care if you're fucking God. I'm not going up there. <laughs> yeah. <that fucking> sucks. <laughs> I, 
Uh, Eric Weiss. Oh, this is good. How did I not think of this? Dalton Rasta. Dumb question. Dal hold on. Let me ask. Hold on. Dalton Rasta. Bellator fighter. Undefeated. 8-0. 185 pounds. Undefeated as an amateur. Fighting this weekend. On, on Friday night or Saturday? Friday. On Friday night. Uh, showtime? Yes, sir. Showtime. Do we know what time? 10 p.m. Eastern time. The main card starts and I'm the third fight. Okay. Uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. I'll be watching. Can there, there's can you beat up Jake Paul? <laughs> yes. Are you insulted by the question? No, because okay. he's he beat Tyron Woodley and he beat Anderson Silva and he beat Nate Diaz. So people like see like okay, he's beat. What about the other guy he beat? Uh, Tommy. Tom. Oh no, what no, he, he went the distance. To Tommy Fury. But he went the distance with Tommy, and you're yeah, kind of so is, is Tommy bigger than you? No. No? No. He looks huge. Yeah, he's like 5'11". He just has a long reach. He has small, okay. like, skinny legs. Okay. But, no, I'm not... You could, would you tune him up? Would Jake Paul be like, oh, fuck? Would you fuck him up in a boxing Bro, I would, match? I would, I would fuck him up in a boxing match. I have a boxing background. So, the difference with Nate Diaz, Nate, Tyron Woodley, and all them, MMA striking's a lot different. The setups are different. The head movement's different. You can't move your head as much because you might run into a kick. You can't sit down on a lot of punches because you'll get taken down. And it's just the way that you actually like stand in your stance where you're more narrowed and bladed in boxing compared to in MMA. You're more straight. Your front foot straight at them and you're more square to defend takedowns and elbows and kicks and everything else. It's it's much different. So a lot of these guys, yeah, they might have a good strike in MMA and it's more applicable to a real fight, a street fight. I'm going to take an MMA striker rather than a boxer in a street fight every single time, even wrestling not involved. But if we're doing just boxing real, uh, uh, boxing rules and you're telling the MMA fighter you're not allowed to kick, you're not allowed to elbow, all you can do is throw punches, you know, the the MMA fighter's going to be like, well, fuck, you know, that's one-fourth of my weapons. You know, I train that one-fourth of the time. The difference is, is I grew up boxing. I still get in the habit of having to get out of my boxing habits while I'm sparring sometimes or where I'm training. How many rounds? How many rounds? Fight. How many rounds? For what? To knock him out, I could knock him out early. Uh, I, I, I honestly, I don't know. For he's if you he fought someone like me, somebody that has power, somebody that's bigger, somebody that's actually his size, young. I don't see him actually being engaged. Uh, him engaging me a lot, so it'd just be a matter of when he would get engaged me, how much, how often, how frequently, and uh, we'd have to go from there. But I definitely would knock him out. It's just a matter of how how long is he going to run for, and how long until I catch him. Okay. Let me just throw this out there. You have two more fights left with Bellator. Mm -hmm. You win the belt. You do the belt. You get the belt. Okay? You, you, knock, you knock this dude out, and you, and, and you get a shot at the title, and you knock that dude out. They have to re-up your contract. But you're a free agent for a second. No? No? No, if you fight for a title in Bellator, you automatically resign. Oh, if you win the belt, if you win the oh, belt, you oh, resign. Oh. Okay, could could you put a stipulation in there like, hey, if Jake Paul wants to fight me, you got to let me do it? The Bellator would let me do that. If I was the champion in Bellator and Jake Paul wanted to fight me, they okay, would. They're yeah, not... they, they would let me. God damn, I'd love to see that. How old are you? 27. So oh, I think I'm man. the same age as him too. What is he? 26, 27. He looks so he look he start he looks big. I mean, he's not very big. 
He's not. He's just no. been fighting dudes like the little dudes. Yeah, he's, Tyron Woodley's a one seventy pounder. Uh, right. Nate Diaz is one seventy pounder. Yeah, so he's around the same age as me. Would you be scared at all to fight him? No. No. Absolutely not. And look, Nate Diaz thirty eight. Fucking Tyron Woodley's close to forty. They're both smaller. One seventy pounders in MMA. You know what I mean? He's picking his fights, and these guys, even though Tyron Woodley has power, was never really a great striker. Nate Diaz never had power, and he was a sloppy striker. You know what I mean? He was more of a street fighter. Um, Anderson Silva was 49 years old or 47 years old, some shit like that. You know what I mean? He's picking these fights correctly. And he has skills. I'm not saying that he's he's shit boxer. He has enough skills to beat these guys, but, you know. So um, he never picks you. He ne There's no fucking way he picks you. No, no. I, I don't. I'm not famous enough yet, for one. It wouldn't bring enough views for him or enough money. And two, I'm too dangerous. I mean, he, uh, uh, t t Tommy Fury is the fucking a donut compared to you. Oh, I guess he got his brother. He got his brother. Yeah, but he's also fan. He did that. Uh, what did he do? The Bachelor or some shit like that. That's how he got famous initially. Tommy Fury too. Did? Oh, yeah, something like that. He was on some oh. show that he got famous from. Man, uh Sevon hasn't uh taken that visor off for seven days that's correct I've, I've been sleeping with this i went to the crossfit games tore shit up you competed no no what's wrong with you are you on drugs <laughs> let me grab, grab a drink right real quick if i'm gonna ask you dumb questions like if you can beat up jake paul you're gonna ask me dumb questions and make fun of me all right i take yeah, it yeah it's just it's just fair yeah right it's only fair you know yeah, that's what I'm thinking, Chad. All right, let's give a – that's three years down the line. Dalton will be three years uh, more removed from boxing. Jake would be three years better. He makes a good point. Oh, look at that. He's humble too. Dalton Rasta. Tonight. Fuck, no, not tonight. Friday night. No, Friday night? Friday night. Showtime. Friday night. Yep, showtime. 10 oh, here we go. Love I Oh, he was on Love Island. No there shit. Is that the one where you bang people, dudes' moms? Did you, I don't did, you, know. did you ever hear about that show? No, I don't watch any of these reality TV shows. I didn't even know what The Bachelor or Bachelorette was until like it was out for like three years already. Yeah, and I, yeah, never watched. I watched one season of The Bachelor because I had a guest on who was on that season. Mm -hmm. It is the it, it is seriously it's worse than Pornhub. It is the it is fucking completely. It, it's the grossest side of humanity ever. It's fucking so stupid. Oh, oh, Milf Manor. There's a show called Milf Manor. Isn't The Bachelor kind of just like all those old shows? Like, uh, what were the fucking shows? Like, uh, it's bad, dude. Like it's so bad. Or some shit. Or it's like, like one chick who dates twenty dudes. She ends up. It seems like she ends up banging them all. It's so bad, dude. Yeah, but there's just, been shows like that for so long. You know what I mean? I feel like growing up, there was like a, a real chance at love with like the dude's name was Chance. He was on a fucking show before that, and then a a chance at love with Daisy or some shit where she used to date. Uh, famous rock star or some shit i don't fucking know i've and then there was the one with favorite flavor flave oh yeah wow dude you really did play super mario brothers you act like a 38 year old man you act like a 48 year old man flavor flave hey so i got a funny story about the bang bus <laughs> god it's so embarrassing this is like 20 years ago i think it felt like it was 20 years ago and I got a job filming the Ducati race team at Laguna Seca. Ducati's are motorcycles. Laguna Seca mm -hmm. is a famous yeah, racetrack. Yeah. 
Italian motorcycle. And I, I was filming the team there, making a little dock there, and I went to go use the bathroom. And it's one of those really nice trailer bathrooms, you know, like it's a porta potty, but it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm in there, and it's huge, you know, like twenty dudes can go in there. And I go in there, and there's a dude peeing next to me. And I'm and he's a little redheaded dude, like a little shorter than me, maybe. And I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, "Fuck, dude, I, I'm so sorry. This is so weird, but like, I know you, like, I really know you. I just can't place you." And he's like, "Bang bus," and it was the bang bus guy. I was like, "Oh no." What is Bang Bus? Was like a porn website or some shit? Yeah, just like it was like free porn. I outed myself. Wow. Fuck. Must have been embarrassing. Yeah. I got over it. Not as embarrassing as telling the story just now. (laughs) Can't Uh, like that that clean. You know, this is a live one. Yes, I've, I've, uh, I've, uh, yes, it can't be erased. And, And I've turned a new leaf. Don't watch Bang Bus anymore. Hey, what's your um, um, what's your girl doing? Is she still pursuing WWE? Yes, she's down in Orlando right now. How's that going? Going good. She uh, she had to do some type of shooting for the show on Tuesday uh, tonight. She was telling me about. And, and and tell me like so, how long has she been pursuing that? What's that like? Uh, she's been down there for about a year now. She moved in last uh, last July down there because the performance center is in Orlando. So they have to move down there to train. They have like a full training schedule. They have acting classes, you know, in, in ring time, strength, conditioning, uh, history classes, all these other shit. Gymnastics. Uh, yeah. So they have a bunch of shit. And, uh, she has been down there for yeah a year and she had like a little live show that, it, so it wasn't televised. And they like travel around Florida and stuff. She had a live show on one of those, and she hasn't made the TV uh, NXT Tuesday yet, but she's on her way there. Really? So she's been in the ring and she performed in front of people. Yes, but it wasn't on TV. It was just like a yeah, you know, yeah. Show. But everybody yeah. starts somewhere, you know what I mean? That's where yeah. that's the first step. And, and um, yeah, of course. And uh, just like your old boxing matches, like that one, like at the fair or some shit that yep. I watched, yep. like yeah, one exactly. of your first one. Yeah. Exactly. Hey. Um, uh, have you seen her do that? Yeah, I was there for the one that the match that she had live. She ripped somebody's. Uh, there was a poster that said like Gina sucked, and her G wagon sucked. So that was oh, that's one. awesome! And she on her way to the ring, she ripped it. She grabbed it from her and ripped it. Oh, that's aw- just Im- improv. Yeah, it wasn't like set up. She just ripped it. It was pretty funny, and then she got in. And she had a match with uh, Ivy. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know Ivy's last name. She's on NXT Tuesday. She's a pretty popular one. She had a match with her. Wow. So they're tuning her up. They're getting her ready. They're polishing her. Yeah. Like it's like pregame shit. It's like uh-huh. pre- yeah. Wow. Damn. That's so awesome. Congratulations. That's fun. It's success for both of you. For will sure. she be will she be at your fight? Yeah, she comes in, uh, she says she gets here Thursday around midnight. Kenneth Delap, Ivy Niles. Yep, that's her. Thank God for the chat. Uh, Sevon not only prescribes to pre—I don't know. I've never given my credit card to a porn site. Don't ever get crazy. Don't get crazy. <laughs> There's your, some give, vibe you just won't cross, huh? Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. I don't—I don't need more than 15 seconds. I, I did the thumbnail. The the, the there's people the, out here that that subscribe to fucking OnlyFans and shit nowadays. It's no fucking better than subscribing to a fucking porn website. 
You subscribe to any OnlyFans? No, but you that little pause and hesitation that you had made me think that you do. Hey, so do you know who Ty Emery is? She's a fighter. Yes, uh, the one that flashed her fucking tits for bare knuckle. Wow, good job. Yeah, so I had her on the show. She's cool as shit. And so I had her on the show, and she's got an OnlyFans. And I could have purchased her OnlyFans, and it could have been a tax deduction because, of course, it's for work, and I didn't. Sure you did. I <laughs> sure you did. Dickhead. I did not. I really liked her, though. I'd like to have her on again. Yeah, it looks like she used to play powder puff football, too. She did. Yeah, she's she's bona fide athlete. Hey, what about that guy? What about that guy that um that's uh, who beat up Luke Rockhold in the um was it in the PFL? What's the oh, no bare knuckle? The guy um Mike Perry. Mike Perry. What about him? We, we, could you tune him up? I would like that fight. It's a crazy motherfucker. Yeah, it is crazy. He is crazy, right? Hey, he's the type of fight that'll make every fight like he brings you down to his level. He's not. He's like a Nate Diaz almost. Like he's not a great fighter. But he makes every fight like tough, you know. He gives everybody a run for their money. I'm surprised he knocked out Luke Rockhold, honestly. Yeah, I was surprised, but not surprised, right? Luke is Luke is Luke is that Paulo Costa fight that he had that Luke had was weird, right? Like putting his yeah, hands on his Paulo knees. Costa, yeah, I thought Paulo Costa. They were fighting at altitude though. They were both fucking tired. Yeah. I'm surprised that Paulo didn't knock him out. I think that speaks more to uh, how bad Paul Acosta did in that fight than how good, you know, or how bad uh, Luke Rockwell did. Because Luke Rockwell has a glass chin now, and Paul Acosta is supposed to be a powerhouse, and he's yeah. a lot better than Mike Perry and couldn't knock out a tired Luke Rockwell. He was tired, you know, dead tired. You think you're going to be able to stay at 185? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, So I started lifting weights again after my last fight. And I gained, like, a lot of fucking muscle. Like, I've been getting in-body scans and shit done. And not that I'm just going off of exactly what that says as if it's the gospel. But um, my weight has been heavier, and I'm fucking, like, a lot leaner than I usually am, too. This point for this fight, like, last week I was 207. Whereas, like, prior fight camps, I'd be, like, 200 pounds two weeks before I left for fight week. You know what I mean? So I was, like, seven pounds heavier this time than prior times and it's not because i'm fatter it's not because i'm i'm carrying more fat or carrying more water it's because i'm just bigger you know i'm carrying more muscle i feel a lot stronger now uh i got my blood work done my testosterone's a lot higher so why do you think that is you're sleeping more no i think it's the difference is the weight the weight training oh, only thing i change because i i always try to get good sleep i always uh you know eat clean year round um with cheat meals here and there. And I've always take the same supplements and my testosterone levels since I started lifting are like 300 points higher. Damn. That's crazy. D- dude, that's discipline. What you were doing with that, the bands and that, that, that God, I just hate that kind of training. It's so just yeah, not enjoyable for the bar like that. Yeah. To stabilize it. Shit's way harder than it looks. Oh, I think somebody doing it. I'm like, that shit looks so easy. It's only 185 pounds. And I fucking did it. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, this shit's so hard, especially when you're bench pressing it. Big difference. Or how about you put 130, those are 45s. You put 135 over your head. That was crazy with those bands on there. Yeah, the one that me and James Harrison are bench pressing on, 
Yeah. Was way less weight. Yeah, that's nuts. Is that 155? Is that a 45-pound bar? No, that bar weighs like 15 pounds. Okay, well, it's still a lot. There's still 55, uh, 40 pounds on each side, 80. Still 100 pounds. 15, 90, no, 90, 10, 110, 125 pounds. Okay, good. I'm glad you did the math. Hey, is that a CrossFit Mayhem shirt? What are you wearing? No. No, that was a Glaxon shirt. Like I said, anybody watching, I'm not with Glaxon anymore, but I have nothing but good things to say about their products, so don't take me leaving as them having bad products or anything like that. I still, you know, God, you're so nice to your, even your old sponsors. Yeah. And it's not even about like me. It wasn't never about me trying to make money or me trying to bring people in. I, the reason I was with them is because I, their products work, man. Fucking they were phenomenal. And, uh, the company I'm with right now, same, same reason I'm with them. Now I went to somebody, else that i could now have like some type of ownership with but also with a company that i feel the same way about as i did with glaxon hmm. hey um uh if zuck and elon fight zuck's gonna tune him up huh i hope elon fucking me, well, yeah me too I, I hope elon's getting all roided out of his mind right now yeah, fucking zuck's liberal ass I hope he gets all fucking juiced made, up. He and made threads. He made threads just to censor fucking people and everybody fucking goes and jumps at it. You know what I mean? I ended up making it just because it kept popping up in my, my Instagram and it was advised <clears> by my manager or whatever, but I haven't fucking touched it since. The profile's there for people to follow me, but I've never fucking used it, never made any interactions on there. I'm not... What profile? Know, threads. Oh, oh, thread. Oh, threads, yeah. Yeah, but I, used, I still use Twitter. It's called X now, but... uh much rather support Elon Musk. Yeah. You you saw that um recently Zuck came out and said um that they throttled back Tucker Carlson's social media by fifty percent because the Biden administration told him to. Zuck admitted that in a congressional hearing. Wow. At least he's admitting it. Yeah, I know. I can't tell I can't tell I I know. I don't want to hold uh negativity in me, but yeah, at least he's admitting it. I mean, he's being honest with us. The Biden administration never would be. And right. everybody still believes in them and fucking swears Trump's the fucking problem. Republicans are the problem. But they're sitting there lying to your face. Then you got another liberal who's supporting those people in office that's still telling you that the people in office are lying to you. But he's still supporting them. What did your agent say about talking about this stuff? I don't care what he says. Oh, okay. Fair. Uh, I'm going to talk about it if I want to because I – feel like it needs to be talked about you know? hey do you think it's only a matter of time before you go to the ufc uh or do you I care know. i don't know it all depends on how this with how things are going with bellator all this talk about uh bellator being sold it's a possibility oh that could be yeah. good for you though too if bellator is sold right i mean changes is, isn't bad right yeah but i'm getting paid a lot more in bellator than UFC would pay me at this point, so. Oh. So financially, it's a better decision for me to stay in Bellator, and Bellator treats me well, so I have no complaints. Um, really, really going over to UFC would just be cementing my legacy. Um, the the guy, um, who's the who's the guy who went from Bellator to UFC? Um, Michael Chandler. Chandler. So, do you think he took a pay cut when he went there? No, so that's how they actually got him. They, they, uh, his first fight or two fights in the UFC was at upscale in pay, 
but after the fights, it drew back down. So like uh, the way they, I remember reading a lot about it. The way they designed the contract was that like he gets paid more up front, so he was able to be bought out of his contract with Bellator essentially. But uh. then it gets scaled back a little bit after the first two or three fights or whatever, unless he keeps winning or wins a title or whatever. Dalton's a boss. Uh, uh, yes, that's correct. Appreciate it, Doc. Cuck uh, Zuck and uh, Fuck Zuck. <laughs> let's, be, let's not be rude. Um, okay, let me ask you one more thing. So if if they're watching you, if it, like there's people who are watching the fight game, right? And they're mm -hmm. like, there's people obviously at the UFC who know you, who you are. So if they're watching you, then the, and they wanted you, the time to get you would be before you get the championship fight. Yes, but at the same time, when I become a free agent, they have the ability to talk to me. They have the ability to make offers. It's no guarantee of like where I'm going to be. You know, I plan on fighting this contract out because I have two fights left on the contract by this end of the end of this year. I don't want to renegotiate after this fight because I don't want to be getting stiffed and pushed my fight pushed back to next year. I want to get another one by the end of the year. So I plan on fighting it out regardless. And then we'll go from there at that point. But as of right now, I have no intention of leaving the Bell Bellator unless UFC comes with some outstanding offer. Um, could you beat up uh, uh, Hamza? The <laughs> I love how every question you ask me is, can you beat up this person? Can you beat up that person? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would, I would beat Hamza. Yeah, you would beat him. I think you would beat him up too. God, there's so many good fights. Um, I think I don't think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a problem at 185. I think so too. I think Izzy will fucking tune him up too. Uh, no, I think he's a bad matchup for Izzy. I think he beats Izzy and Pajeda, but I think uh, somebody like Robert Whitaker or uh, even Duplessis or oh my God, Duplessis is a Duplessis crazy, huh? That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, he, just, he just has like an awkward style where he causes problems for people. He's not like the most you know, polished fighter, but he has an awkward body. His whole shit is weird. Yeah, he is. And it's Sean Strickland's another one that's awkward, but he's good. And he would cause problems for Hamzat. Uh, really? We'll you don't think he would just take Sean Strickland down and just drown him? From what I'm told by Johnny, Johnny trains with Sean Strickland a lot. I don't know how true it is. I'm only taking Johnny at his word, but supposedly Sean Strickland has really good takedown defense. And if you do take him down, he's really good at getting back up. So, uh, I don't think Johnny would lie about that. I don't think this. I don't think uh, uh, Rasta versus Bo Nickel. I don't. I think he would. Bo Nickel's too little for you, right? He would get fucking destroyed. He trains at ATT with me. Uh, Is he little I've, compared to you? I've only drilled. He's a little bit taller than me, maybe like an inch taller than me. But, but uh, he's, he's, he's a seventy-one guy, right? No, he's an eighty-five pounder. But he's oh, he's physically smaller than me in stature. He's just a little taller oh that's fun you have been training you've been drilling with him drove him a little bit i've wrestled or wrestled with him a couple years ago i've never sparred with him though uh i, I uh Sevon is like a high schooler with a black belt buddy can you beat up <laughs> or the friend that that goes to the bar with uh his mma fighter friend and tries fighting everybody in the bar because he knows he got his boy with him Hey, that's kind of fun. Um, uh, tr training with so, so you're training just with the fucking highest level dudes. That's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that come in and out of that gym. Uh, Bo Nickel is in a partnership with Dan 
Lambert, the owner of ATT, for a location up in Happy Valley, PA, where Penn State is. So Bo Nickel owns the one up there, and then he comes down to ATT down in South Florida to train for a few weeks out of his camp for each fight. And Mike Brown's his head coach. That's fun. Bo fought like a midget his last fight. Yeah, he had a, a another guy lined up to fight, uh, which I think Trey Sean Gore. He was right. Trey Sean Gore, and then Trey Sean Gore fell out with an injury, so he ended up getting uh, that late last last minute replacement. Yeah, that guy was that guy had a weird body too. That guy was tiny, he's short, short, but he's fucking yoked to the fucking gills. Yeah. And what was he was like some sort of cage warriors champ or some shit? Yeah, I'm not sure, but he's seven and now. Good fighter. He trains at uh, Fusion XL, which I've trained at before. I've trained with, I've actually trained with that kid grappled with him a little bit. God, it's yeah. a small world. Oh, yeah, there he is. How tall? Oh, 5'8. Okay. He looked yeah, like he was 5'2. Yeah, he's short, but he's stocky shit. How old is he? 29. I'm always shocked at so many people's ages. So many old people from sport. You're 28? I'm 27. 27. And, and, and Bo's not young either, right? He's my age. Yeah. And then your buddy trained with uh, Mark Zuckerberg? Johnny trained with Zuck. Yeah, Johnny's like 31 years old. I, I took my kids to this tournament a couple months ago. And um, then, you know, they, after the tournament, if you, if you place in the top three, you get to take pictures on the stage. Uh, on mm -hmm. the, And then like an hour later... I'm look. I, I someone on Instagram is like, "Hey, dude, Zuckerberg standing right in that same spot your kids were standing, and I, he was at the tournament that I was at in somewhere around here in San Jose, California, and I missed him." The same day you were there? Yeah, same day. An hour after, he was probably there when I was there. I didn't That's even get crazy. to see him. It's crazy. Yeah, he's Love. he's really he's really doing it. Yeah, he competed in jujitsu. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on. He took first place. He was standing on the same box my kid was standing on. Oh yeah, the podium. You're saying podium. State, so I was getting a little confused. Yeah, whatever podium. Yeah, yeah, podium. You can tell I competed a lot in my life. <laughs> um, I'm pumped for your fight, and I'm stoked you came on. Thank you. No problem. I'm pumped too. I can't wait. We got fucking three days left. Ready to get in there, knock this kid the fuck out. Showtime, 7 p.m. Saturday night. Yep, Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Third fight on the main card. Do you have a plan for after the fight? Go and get a fucking nasty-ass burger from uh, Sicky's Garage. And, they have 50 different burgers there. And, and and what about after that, like like the, the following week after that? Do you have a place where you go decompress, like a beach house? or? No, I was going to go back to Pittsburgh. Me and Gina are stopping in Chicago on the way, and I'm going to get some pizza there. And then we're going to go to, on Sunday, we're going to go to uh, Six Flags. Oh, cool. You like roller coasters? I love roller coasters, bro. I'm a thrill seeker. I fight MMA, ride motorcycles, drive fast cars, ride roller coasters, drive jet skis. Ride Cuckerberg. Cuckerberger. Uh, but yeah, I'm a thrill I'm a thrill chaser. God, I hate a roller coaster. Hey, that means you're still young. Eventually you won't like it. No, I think I always will. I gotta go skydiving next. All right. Be safe. I wanna keep having you on the podcast. <laughs> All right, brother. Love you to death. Thanks for coming on, and I'll um I'll I'll be rooting from you from my couch with a, a, a adult beverage in my hand and some pizza. No pizza, probably steak. No pizza. So yes. so you're gonna you're gonna drink a beer, but you won't eat pizza. 
I'll, like dude, that. I'll have something foofy. I won't have a beer. I'll probably have like a, a kombucha diluted with sparkling water and a filet mignon. Oh, you'll probably have a, you, you strike me as a White Claw guy. <laughs> ah, we're doing so good. We're friends. We're friends, Dalton. We're friends. We're friends. And that's why I feel like I can say that. I believe in you. I believe in you. I've, uh, I w- I have consumed a few thousand white claws. Yes. Oh wow. See, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, you know you're right. You don't gotta. <laughs> you can next time just text me in the private chat. You drink a white claw? Nah, no, I don't think anybody's judging you, bro. Except for that person that keeps talking about Cuckerberg. <laughs> They're judging me. They're judging me. All right, dude. Uh, good luck. Uh, I'm so glad you came on. Uh, tell Gene I said what's up. I'm stoked that your uh, lives are flourishing and uh, uh, yeah, kick ass, buddy. I will. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on. Yep. Anytime, brother. Yep. Have a good one. Bye. God, he's a good dude. What do you think? He gets so big that he stops coming on? I don't know. I hope not. I like talk. I like listening to him talk. Yeah, he's good. He's passionate, right? Yeah, I love when he starts talking about how he's going to beat the shit out of somebody. Me too. It's me excited. I want to see him fight Jake Paul. I want to set that fight up. Uh, Sevon Dalton can be your first sponsor athlete. Listen, motherfucker, I'm keeping all the money myself. Are you guys out of your mind? Nice first sponsored athlete. I got to find out if Sarah can hook him up with some legal shit. It's crazy how much he knew about that. That was impressive. Yeah, he always he's he's every time he's on the show he's talking about um he's he's talking to me about um nutrition every time. Uh I'm not home. I'll be there in 20. Oh, I got it. I forgot my coffee. I got it now. I had this dude uh, I worked with. Oh, did you did, uh, you were there? Patrick Rios and Bella. Yeah. They're cool, huh? Awesome people, dude. They're so yeah. cool. I need to figure out how to get him to help me with the podcast. He is so fucking cool. He seems extremely helpful in any capacity. I would ask him all sorts of questions, and he was always willing to answer them or help me out. It was really cool. Are you seeing this lineup for Friday night? (laughs) It started to unfold, and I started freaking out at work. Yeah, that was quick. Guys, Friday night CrossFit Games update show. Chase Ingram. John Young, Ariel Lowen, Daniel Brandon. It's fucking crazy. Jason Hopper got back to me. I also invited Jack Farlow and Katrin Davidsar. Let's see. Just like for like, you know, little 10, 15 minute check-ins. That would be fucking great. I can't wait to, for you guys to hear from uh, Ariel and Danielle. Friday night yeah, show is going to be off the fucking hook. Wah, I'm not going to watch his show because it's a CrossFit, not a CrossFit show. Dude, spread your wings a little bit. Dalton Ross is cool as shit. Think about how many CrossFitters we have on that don't talk shit like that. That's so much more exciting. Yeah. No offense to CrossFit athletes. Actually, offense. I want you guys to talk shit. Yeah, talk shit. Uh, I bet Hopper did. You bet Hopper did what? He got back to me. He's good. We're good. Good. No, stock, Hopper's is stock is way up. What are you talking about? His stock is way up. I like it. I like it. 31st is great. I think hey, like 
I made a I made a uh, accusation on this show about not an accusation. <clears throat> I speculated. I had heard rumors from several people that uh, that um, Devin Kim had been. They were trying to boot Devin Kim off the Invictus team prior to the games, and uh, um, I think I can say this: uh, Chama El Chama. I don't. Was it him or was it? The other guy, Jorge Fernandez. One of those guys got to it, hit us up, and is like, "Hey, love you guys. Good seeing you there." But that rumor is complete bullshit. And I was like, "All right, cool, All right. fine." So I just want to uh, correct the record on that. Until otherwise, I think it was Jorge. Was it? Yeah, I thought it Either was Chama. 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 Oh no, you're right. It was Chama. What's Al his Shama. name? El- Joshua Al There's great rumors coming out of that team too. It's it, it's too bad like you can't talk about all the rumors coming out about that team because it would make you be even more impressed that they won. Like they had a tough year. Really? Dude. Like let me there's stuff that I just can't I can't say. Like some of the rumors. All I see is them winning the championship. Okay, fine. I'll tell you. Jorge Fernandez was pregnant. <gasps> I don't think we can have him back on the show anymore. It was Al Chama, Bruce Wayne. Thank you. Jeremy World. Hey, feels great to catch a live one. That was cool meeting Jeremy. Wish I could have got to hang out with him more. For sure. It was cool meeting all of them. Everybody. Someone uh, sent me a DM asking me if me and Nikki Brazer were brother and sister and sent uh, profile pics of us. Oh, no. I have this I wonder why they think that. I could... (laughs) Weird. (laughs) I have this droopy, like, Armenian nose. And hers is more of a pointy... um... Grew nose? What kind? Grew. Like, despicable me. Oh, oh, uh, oh, or the, no, the, uh, what are the people who live like where Mika lives? What are they called? Like Norway, uh, Finland? Finnish. He's like there's, Finnish knows. Yeah, but there's a word for those people up there. Slavic, Nordic? Nordic. Nordic. Yeah, she got a Nordic nose. I think. I don't know what kind of nose she is. Yeah, hers is more angular. Mine is more droopy. By the time I'm 80, mine will be like, Mine will be just like it'll drop like testicles. <laughs> uh, Vittorio Sevi uh, thought Beaver said Juno's. What'd you say, Beaver? Huh? What? I didn't say it. And someone's sending pictures in our chat of my nose. That's great. Thank you. And in, in our those are good pictures. Page. They are good pictures. Yeah, you should scroll through them. They're they're good. Mm. I'm getting so excited about the behind the scenes. Me too. About it coming out and seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Oh, I, uh, Bernie Gannon. That's funny. Do you have any thoughts on the Haley Adams video about her reason for stepping away and current mindset? I just. Um, it's funny you say that. I just. 
was setting looking at YouTube for a split second before I came on this show, and that video came recommended to me. And it's made by what's interesting is it's made by her one of her sponsors, like a supplement company or Noble or someone made it, some something made it. And it's like two minutes and fifty-four seconds. And that part was weird. Soon as I saw that it was attached to a sponsor, I thought that the whole thing was probably disingenuous. Like when um when who is the golfer dude who got busted for banging like 20 chicks, the really good golfer, the black dude? Tiger Woods. Yeah. And then he made he then he made like Nike made to make like an apology video. It's like he's supposed to apologize for having hundreds of millions of dollars and having a stripper problem. I I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a whoopee commercial. Is it whoopee? Yeah. I just like, I, I kind of just think it's disingenuous. Um, Tiger Woods. Yeah. Sorry, Judy. He's also, uh, probably like, is he Japanese also? I didn't mean to give the blacks all the credit for that. The Japanese golfer. He's part Asian too. I'm so biased towards the blacks. I think give them way too much credit. I apologize. The Asian golfer. That happened again. I do that. <laughs> right? It's fair, right? He's fitty, fitty. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's like Obama. Yeah, um, you know that the KKK had a rule a one percent black uh is black. And where the Nazis uh they were a little more lenient, thirty percent Jew was uh that's true. Oh wow. And they talked about that. They're like, man, the KKK is tough. Those Democrats were tough. Oh, my God. I saw this thing the other day. And uh, I saw this thing the other day. Someone had said that all the KKK, the KKK was founded by Democrats. And then it was fact-checked by – got a fact-checked on it from Instagram. So I clicked on it. Yeah. And the fact-check says, no, they're not um, – uh, it, it wasn't founded by – the Democrats, but there weren't any Republicans in it. Oh, weird. Well, what the fuck were they, dude? Like, they were all libertarians. They're independents. How does that work? You jackass. And then it goes on to basically say that it is Democrats, that they worked with the Democrats, but they weren't Democrats. I mean, it was just crazy. Like, Jeremy wants to get Tiger Woods. Sorry, buddy. Asians. He's Asian. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Asians, uh, spe- oh, speaking of race, sorry. Please have Aunt Haynes on again. Yeah, I need to. I got so much good footage from him. I, he, him, and uh, speaking of uh, Asians and black dudes, him and Dave, Dave Shrunk, uh, did not uh, let down in person. No, not at all. They're yeah, incredible the, to look at. Yeah, they are statues. Aunt they has are. great teeth too. Who does? He has a great Aunt Haynes. He has like a good oh. smile. How can the viewership be going up when the fucking guest left? Our guest was amazing. Yeah, what the hell, guys? The bun? No, the bun's still here. I don't know when I'm going to cut it off. Dude, I got to go some. What am I supposed to do? Just get scissors and just cut it? Yeah, for sure. Oh, that wasn't the answer I was looking for. No, don't definitely don't do it that way. You're looking even worse. Uh, I think uh, we're going to start scheduling Greg Glassman for just a regular Tuesdays at 7 a.m. I'm kind of pumped. I told you guys he was going to become a feature, not a um, – oh, yeah, uh, a feature, not a guest. Bailey Martin was – he uh, – Bailey Martin looks like a Greek god. Uh, 
he looks like something. I'll tell you that. He he is he, he's also kind of like got a little pit bull in him. He's a hybrid mix. He's stout. Uh Jeremy World got a little pit bull in him. He's stout. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, look like look like you you like if you hit him, you better be prepared to hit him three or four times. Like one punch is not taking Bailey Martin or Jeremy down. You'll be dead after you hit him once. <laughs> if you only hit him once. It's the only chance you got. Uh, Jethro Cardona, uh, dude, GG was so fucking cordial. What a gentleman. Oh, yeah, he's he is. I mean, he's truly in his heart a, a lover. Like, he is such a, a loving man. Yeah, he was super cool. Uh, Mason Mitchell, you need to rekind uh, the rekindling series. Have all the people you threw rocks on for a while. Oh, shit. Just like a, I used to hate you, part one. Sporty <laughs> Beth. I used to hate you, part two. Jason Hopper. I used to hate you. I never hated Jason Hopper. I used to hate <laughs> you, part three. Catch him, David. Just like like that. Oh, my God. I was an asshole. Or how about this? A little soften it. I, I was an asshole to you. I'm sorry. Part one. I fucked you <laughs> up on the show, part one. <laughs> Dude, that's actually kind of a brilliant idea. It is. It's kind of the, a brilliant idea. The, Look the, at first, the first person we could have on is the waitress from the restaurant. Oh, God. Hey, so we fought with this waitress the first night we were there, and it was this whole ordeal. And then we kind of we worked through it, and, and, and we worked through it. It was like two hours and worked through it. So the next day, I went and found her, and I'm like, hey, will you be our waitress? She goes, you want me? I'm like, yeah, we worked through some shit last night. <laughs> like, let's keep it going. That was a mistake. Uh, yeah, it wasn't much better than the night before. <laughs> no, but at least I tried. Yeah, it was cool. Hey, you want to see some? You want to see some crazy? I wonder. Um, can you pull up the comments on that? Um, on that show, <laughs> Dick Butter. Can you pull up the comments on that show? Um, the last show we did, where we talked about uh, R- Romanoff, Nicholas Romanoff, getting the Spirit of the Games award. Oh, from uh, two nights or the other day. Yeah. Uh, Otter and Macau. Sevi, I'm a first-generation Kenyan here stateside. Oh, that's awesome. I spent uh, a lot of time in Kenya. And heard your story about building a gym in Kenya. I was wondering if there was any footage of it. Would love to share with my family. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There for sure is. I didn't build it. Greg built it. I just filmed it. Greg didn't build it. Greg gave the money for it. I spent a lot of time in Kenya. In Mombasa and um, in, in this fucking in the middle of nowhere area. I have to look on a map, but it was in between Mombasa and Nairobi. Uh, first generation. Oh, so you're born here? Are your parents? So I guess your parents are here too. That's cool. What city are you in? God, Kenyans are nice people. Beautiful English. Oh yeah, one of my one of my best friends in uh, basic training is Kenyan, and he would he would always like tutor people overnight or do anything they needed all the he time he was born he was born in kenya born in kenya uh came to the united states and joined the military just so he could get citizenship and he brought his or he had uh four kids and his wife and they all just he just joined the military got citizenship and yeah he's awesome he's a good dude yeah i'm trying to think i can't remember any bad kings i met no um uh, Roman deserved it 100%. Okay, keep uh, what's that reply say? Yeah, let's just see it just for a second. Let me see. Um, 
Nobody deserves anything. Okay, this is kind of a smart aspect. True remark. Okay, keep going. John Young, shit talking story is hilarious. We love you, John. Thank you, the whole team. Excellent. Seven, when you get a chance to rewatch the live feed and post interview on Levin Levin, might change your perspective on Roman. It was inspiring in the sense he was winning the games and faced adversity with grace. On the same coin, it had a bit of Julie Future handstand walk and boot cringe to it. Here we are in ESPN showcasing a lame duck athlete. People already think CrossFit is dangerous, not doing us any favors. Okay, I don't know if I agree with that, but I, I want to. We're going to get close to something here in a second. Um, y'all have me laughing so much. Okay, that's cool. Thank you for all the hard work. Thank you for the great coverage. As always, Savon, you have a huge dong. Thank you. Um, I think what seemed this year was different than previous is lack of recovery time between events. All right, Mr. Smarty Pants. Savon's take on Spirit of the Games. Oh, okay, here we go. This guy looks like a white supremacist. Sevon's take on the spirit of the games makes me certain that Sevon would give a spirit of football Super Bowl game award to a cheerleader over a player who put his life on the line all game long and dug deep through injury to win. Dude, totally fair comment. I get what you're saying. My take on the spirit of the games award, it was basically just whoever embodied the spirit of CrossFit, not the, not the sporting element of CrossFit. That's how it had always kind of been, like just like who's the nicest person. Who's like the most thoughtful, who kind of like matches the um, helping of others at the same level of winning, that winning isn't everything. Now, what you're suggesting is that the spirit of the games award goes to whoever is winning is everything. And if that's the case, I'm with you, too. And I'm going to give that shit to Jeffrey Adler then for talking shit to Roman the entire run and on the row and fucking with them. But but I but I hear you. Uh, here we go. Seven. I don't understand why you care so much about someone being nice for Spirit of the Games. Well, just because that's literally what it's been up until this point. So I'm with you guys if um, if that's what the definition is going to be. Hey, I had a talk with Cole Sager, and my whole he changed my whole perspective on 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 the sport a little bit like he took like we, you'll see after the behind the scenes release i'm sure i'm going to fight it out with you guys you think that uh you should be a tool of the man and be forced to put away shopping carts those of you who like yes leader god i'm afraid someone might see me do something on my own and my own thought you you'll probably won't like what cole said but he says some cool shit about being a good sportsman then it's literally just a cheerleading competition you're right i'm with you yeah you, you know, it's basically a, um, a popularity contest at this point. You guys are saying it's a popularity co- a contest. Uh, Sevon helping Sporty Beth get a media pass. This is the same guy who, who's uh, kind of schooling me on the Spirit of the Games Award, RB. Sevon helping Sporty Beth get a media pass explains exactly why he thinks Noah deserves Spirit of the Games over Roman. Sevon is that guy. Hey, I just publicly whooped your ass, and now I need to show you public affection. <clears throat> I, 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 your observation is correct. Your characterization is couldn't be further from the truth. I'm nice to people because I want to be nice, and I'm mean to people because I want to be mean. I don't be mean to people just because they are mean to me, and I'm not nice to people just because they are nice to me. And so your characterization of what causes me, it drives me into action, couldn't be further from the truth. But um, but you're right. I I I I I had a def- different I have a different definition of spirit of the games than you do, um, but the I, I have no need to show I had no need to show Sporty Beth uh, public affection. No one no one would have ever needed to know anything. But when she thanked Dave, when she knows uh, just the way she did it, it's just fun story to tell you guys. 
but I but I don't need um, credit for it. And the only reason why I share any of the stories of the fun shit I do, so anyone could be like, oh my God, he lacks humility. Well, that's true. But anyone could be like, why does he share those stories of what he does at the airport and helping people and blah, blah, blah. Dude, motherfucker, I share all my stories. I just told you I got caught by the guy at fucking at a urinal who's the bang bus guy for be fucking watching his porn. It's what I do. I fucking tell stories. So blow me. No, no, thank you. Uh, Spirit of the Games isn't a Mr. Nice Person Award. It's the Spirit of Competition, I would think. Spirit of Competition. Anyway, I just wanted to... Um, I just wanted to... Uh, oh, wow, that's interesting. Listen to this word. Uh, Sevon, uh, the Dow of Hustle. Wow, Fergie, you look different than your last picture. You look like a fucking brick shithouse. Did you get on a fucking cycle of roids since the last time, the, your last photo? My God. He looks stacked. Yeah. Uh, she can. It's okay. <laughs> it's not okay to her. So, I don't. <clears throat> my six-year-old today did a grind on a curb at the skate park and then did a off the curb from the grind did a pop shove it. My six-year-old. Wow. That's incredible. Did they learn anything while you were gone? Today I saw my eight-year-old just cruising through multiplication, to, like like just crushing them. I didn't even know he could do that. My six-year-old's read. I don't think I read when I was six. I don't think so either. My six-year-old just just reads like a champ. Uh, Adler walked into breakfast day after winning. No seating for the champ. He moved along. Oh. I really tell me about that because I saw him and Carolyn Lambre walking down the driveway into the restaurant that Hiller and I had breakfast with on Sunday morning. Oh, the Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Uh, no. Thanks for bringing that up. I didn't really want to tell that one. Here we go. Um, so there was a, go ahead. I was going to derail you and see if you, if you didn't actually want to talk about it. It's going to ask how was breakfast. Hiller and I ordered like four sides of bacon each. And then like, and then like a bacon sausage scramble. Did you weigh yourself at all while you were there? No, I probably should have. Dude, I weighed myself when I got home and I had lost five pounds. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. Standing was 15 crazy. hours a day, yeah. Not eating anything. It was, it was cool. Dr- drinking caffeine, yeah, all day. Thanks, Paper Street. Thank you, Paper Street. Yeah, I didn't, and I didn't shoot any of my peptides. I'm gonna do that. Oh, you did right now. I didn't bring any with me. I was scared. Hmm. Um. So, and I just hate this shit hate this kind of shit it's so bad 
So Caleb and Sousa go to a Toastbasers party, offsite party, where and Sarah Sigmund's daughter's there. And by party, I don't mean like it's not like at night with like drugs and alcohol and fucking. I mean like 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 us like just the middle of the day like pop up booth. And I think there were some other brands there too. And while they're there, so we so. I don't remember if this is someone at Toastbasters or not who said this. I, I don't not blaming anyone for this, but at some point someone said to us, Hey, like people just assume like that. They know what I want to do. They're like, Hey, if you want to, uh, we're not sure. We're like, Sarah, this is like a month ago. Sarah Sigmund's daughter is going to be at our event. We're not sure if you're going to be able to interview her. And I'm like, motherfucker, like I know we're not going to be able to interview her. Like, that's not what we do. Like, I'm like, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I, I don't do sit. I'm not doing that at the games. But there's just it was a presupposition, just like just we live in a world of idiots with presuppositions. But anyway, so that was fine. Just whatever. It was like not a big deal. I didn't even care when that was said and didn't give two shits. Perfectly fine. Toastpacers. Use the code games 2023 and get 20% off right now. I don't know how long that's going to last. Ooh. Yeah, it's a significant discount. Toastpacers games 2023. And if that doesn't work, use Sevon and you can get 15% off. For sure. And so then Caleb and Caleb and Sousa get there and someone walks up to Sousa, not not the Toast Spacers people, by the way, and says, Okay, uh, she's ready to do your interview. (laughs) (laughs) Get your equipment. She's ready to do her interview. That's about how it's that's about how it was. And it's just it's just it's just there's there are a handful of shit like that. We interviewed her. It was cool. We talked to her. Yeah. She was very nice. I want to I want to say something about a co There's people at the Yeah, go ahead and say something nice before I fucking torch the the fucking every, a whole segment of the population at the games. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it was cool. There were uh there were a good amount of I mean, probably I mean, it was, there was a line to see Sarah for sure and probably took I think she stood there and talked to people for over an hour and like people just came through, took a bunch of pictures. And then um, when it started to dwindle down, that's when we went over there and um, Susan just whipped up a quick interview with her and I filmed it and she was super generous with her time with us. And she was nice. And she, I think she remembered uh, walking away from Susan at Wadapalooza. And so we kind of, oh, yeah, that was for cool. that a little bit. No, yeah, Hey, that was funny. Um, uh, someone said something. I'm sure she was heartbroken. She wasn't involved in it at all. Sarah's fucking great. Toastbasters are fucking great. Sarah's awesome. Fucking awesome. Right. She could, if she called me right now and said, Sevon, do a podcast with me, I'd fucking jump. It just, that wasn't the place to do it. Like, no. like, that's just, that's not how we're not, we're not equipped for that. We don't do stuff. We don't do that kind of stuff. It's just like, it's just like, Imagine you coming to my – like imagine going to someone's house who you know is a baker and go over there and be like, okay, can you make me some cookies? It's like, hey, it's not – it's not – it's not like that. Yeah. No. There's the, the – so there's all sorts of different kinds of people at the games. There's media. There's athletes. There's event people. Like and those include like security and moving the equipment around. And then there's Klingons. 
That's a really good other. way to put it. And they fucking are douchebags. And there's there's a, there's a handful of them. They're tools. They're such tools. They're so out of place. It's like someone like someone asked me. This is gonna be really judgmental. I apologize. It's a little bit. Fifty-one percent apology. Someone asked me, "Are you gonna go to the after party?" Do you realize that they're on the people going to the after party on are such a different level? They just did the CrossFit Games and they're ready to fucking let loose. It's like it's like I imagine it's like fucking someone who's been in prison for twenty years. They just got out and you got to fuck them. So it must be crazy. And um, uh, no, not no, 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 no. Don't miscarry. No, I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not talking about group. I'm not talking about uh, that kind of shit. I'm talking about people who are inside the system. You, you. I'm not talking about anyone who's outside the ropes. I'm talking about people who are inside the ropes. People, do you get what I'm saying? I'm, the the right. fans are the, awesome. The fan, right. like, yell my name, love me, take pictures of me, try to snap Danielle Brandon's bra. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Try to steal, fucking tear Matt Torres' shirt off him. I'm not talking about those people. Talking about people, the the people outside the ropes, fucking, they're dope. I love them. I'm talking about people inside the rope. And so if you go to that games after party and you're not an athlete or you're not someone who's completely fucking worked their ass off and had the create, you can't even be on their level. And that's what I'm saying. There's people back there who just aren't on the level. It's like, have you ever worked with someone in a startup, but one of the guys who works there and all you are like poor and shit, but one of the guys who work there is already rich? He's a douche. There's nothing on the line for him. Right. It's like the weed dealer in high school. He's got all the money and everybody else like he's always trying to profit off of his like off of his friends. Like he's making friends with everybody, but he's really just using them to make money off of selling his weed. Yeah, maybe he's never present. He's always angling. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's what I mean. I'll get more into that. I'll, but yeah, all, all my all, all my interactions with the Klingon. Ah, uh, not all. A lot, a, more than fifty percent of my interactions with the Klingons was uh, not fun. I was a weed dealer. That was cool though. Like I would sell you like a three point five bag for sixty. But then I would pack you when you were at my house a gram. Like I'd be like, hey, you want to smoke a gram bowl? And they'd be like, you'd be like yeah. I'd pack it in oh. just like the most beautiful bong glass bong you've ever seen, clean water. And let you yeah, just these hit ones a don't gram. do that. These ones short you a gram. Yeah. And then they put their finger on the scale. Oh, damn. Mason Mitchell, the eighth. Yes, sir. The eighth. The old 3.5-er. Okay. Well, my family's in town. Um, had a good time with you guys. Tomorrow morning, just another live calling show. Just getting, working it up. How about, how about, how about Dalton? Dalton doesn't like uh, liberals too much. No, he sure doesn't. Like, he doesn't like to he be also... forced to, to do drugs and mask up and shit. He doesn't like Klingons either. No. You double dog dare me to name one. 
They don't even have names. They have a category that they fall into. Into. Mm-hmm. They have a, a whole category, like chocolate chip cookies. Like, it, there's just like thousands of different kinds, right? Right. Wow, Jeremy, liberals don't like liberals. <laughs> All right, I love you guys. Uh, see you tomorrow. I don't, uh, hopefully, I don't. Are, wh what are you doing tomorrow morning? Can you come on with me? I don't know how to do a show by myself anymore. <laughs> no, I have to work tomorrow. Oh. I had to go back to work first thing today. That was not a good idea. Did you work out yet? No, <laughs> I slept for like three hours when I got home from work this morning or this afternoon. I took a shitload of Swolverine this morning. Then I went to the skate park. Then I came home and took a shitload of more Swolverine. And I just did. Um, 80 RPMs. I had to reach 80 RPMs on the assault bike on the minute, every minute for 30 minutes. And then I could pedal as slow as I wanted. Then I let it go down to 55. Yeah. I wanted to good. quit at 20 minutes. Yeah, it felt good. It was it was easy. It was easy, but how's your back? Feel good, feel good, feel okay. Hor horrible. Worst, worst. I I think it's my bed now. Yeah, me too. Like I came home and I had the worst night's sleep of my life last night. <laughs> did you have a did you did you prefer your hotel bed uh well i slept on a couch but it was fine there and then as soon as i got like got home my back's just like screaming up. yeah yeah i was i was in horrible shape today yeah it's bad Oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> oh no. God. All right, that's oh, enough. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. If you know, you know. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's shit. the worst part about the comments. Okay. Uh love you guys. See you tomorrow morning. Uh Mr. Beaver, thank you for coming on with me. And uh I'll see you later. Fucking Brandstetter. <laughs>